0: It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. This bill normalizes 5,000 people a day coming in. 5,000 people a day is over 1.8 million a year. That's called an invasion.
1: Well,
2: Ted Cruz doesn't seem to be a big fan of the border deal, so-called. There you go. (laughs) And that was last week he said that, so he got an early word on what was coming. That's and he true. was exactly right. This thing's a disaster. I, here's here's my question for you, Mr. Adams. Yes? How do you
3: call it a border deal? I know we're going to get into the minutia of this. Um, how do you call it a border deal if part of the deal is saying... We're going to let in an X amount of people. That should not be part of the deal. The, a deal isn't, well, we're going to let about a million people break yeah. the
2: law. Yeah, what deal? What do you, Who who Who's that a deal with? What's the one side? <laughs>
3: what, what is that? That's not a deal. That's allowing
2: over a million people to break the law. It's a good deal for the Democrats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we know they want to flood the country. They, they pretty much admitted it. Sure. Now, allegedly, this is like like people who have gone through this so far, and they claim to have read it and all this stuff, and it's pretty much in agreement now. It codifies 1.5 million illegal border crossings into law. So, they, in other words, they can't call it a border emergency and an invasion till it's over 1.5 million, and then they jump into action. But codifying it, meaning that those people apparently are locked in for green cards through 2030. Just ridiculous. Which is the next step? Listen. Just keep your eye on the prize here. What the what the goal yeah. is is automatic citizenship. That's what they're going for. That that's that's what they want. Sure.
3: Which which you know we've known that all along, but still to see it so plain in black and white.
2: is yeah. It's just so bold. You know what I mean? <laughs> right there in front of your face. The border emergency. Even when they call it emergency, people are saying now that can be overturned. So really, there is no stop. All you're doing is just code of it, making it into law that you can do what's happening now. That's all that's in this thing. Wow. It's it's just amazing. How could you, did they really think this was going to go through? You know what I mean? Ah, it's like a Hail Mary. I uh, Yeah. But in the short term, now, the House Republicans, like uh, you know, Mike Johnson is saying, the House Speaker, this is dead on arrival. It's not going to pass. Steve Scalise said the same thing. Okay. But what they're going to do now, you're going to have Biden on the road for the rest of the year saying, Republicans don't want this border deal. That's why they call it a deal. It's no deal. No. First of all, we're overshooting this thing. We're overthinking it. What do you mean? What do you mean compromise? There's no compromise. Close and enforce the border. No compromise whatsoever. Compromise with who? That's exactly it. Right. Why are we coming up with this compromise
3: number of, well, we'll allow a certain amount of people in a year illegally? No, it's illegal.
2: <laughs> Secure the border. It's like, what are we doing? It's like if you had Democrats, that is, like squatting on your front lawn, right? <laughs> yeah. For a year and you had no idea to get to, and they'll say, all right, all right, all right, all right, we're ready to talk. No, there's no talk. Get off my lawn. (laughs) Uh, It's unreal. Here was, uh, I'm sure we're going to hear more from Ted Cruz because he was one of the first to even see this thing.
0: This supplemental bill is a kamikaze plane in a box canyon with no exit, headed for a train wreck.
2: Oh, gosh. I love that. (laughs) And he was exactly right. He wasn't lying what was in this thing. Oh, let's not forget about this where the money goes to 60 billion for Ukraine. All right, great. That's sure. awesome. Awesome. Wonderful. Because that's
3: really going to help us. That's <laughs> sure. great. Helps Ukraine a lot. You know, it's funny. We had that sound of Ted Cruz last week. Right. Late last week. And we're, we're like, boy, this, this
2: bill does not sound good. Now we know why he was saying that. And he said that they had to go through hoops to even see what was in this thing before they released it in the dead of night. Right. There's a reason why they do that. <laughs> uh. Now we know why.
3: Because they have garbage like that in there, they, it's just such a waste of time too. You know what I mean? You waste everybody's time. They know that's not going to go through when you're part of the bill. Is that you? You want to allow over a million people in a year illegally and give them green cards? What kind of deal is that?
2: That's not border security. Uh, <laughs> it's absurdity. This it seems to be the most hideous part of it. From Matt Gates, he's saying that he's read it and he says it would give it would force President Trump to let in illegals well into his term. Jeez. That's the co- that's the codification part of the whole thing. It was just make it law. So uh, well, it's law. I can't do anything about it
3: now. See, and that's the other part, right? They want to not only do they want, you know, to let in illegal immigrants because they're banking on them be- becoming Democrats, and once they receive amnesty, then all of a sudden those are millions of new voters in their party. That's they, right. They also want to sabotage an incoming administration. That's right. So if they do lose. Right, and if it is Trump we got what we wanted exactly we opened the border and then they could say oh well Trump isn't
2: doing anything about the border crisis right so that'll start today they're going to re- start running on that every they'll all get the talking points all the Democrats oh, Republicans don't want to fix this border they're trying to make it their problem exactly right
3: and that's the other thing right so see and that when you put it that way it makes sense because when I ask did they really think any of this was going to go through and they know it doesn't but for, to that reason like you said, Let's just put this out there. We'll say we tried to compromise. Let's look like the good guys. Right. We tried to compromise with the Republicans, and they turned us down.
2: But you have to wonder, like this Lankford guy is a co-sponsor, Mitch McConnell. Oh, gosh. What What, what are these people? Like, there's no push. What are the kickbacks they're getting on this? Is it defense contractor stuff? Is it all about, the, about Ukraine? My God. I mean, your definition How do you, de- how do you defend monsters? this? You, you can't. You need to vote these people out. Get
3: Mitch McConnell out of there. Just an absolute swap monster.
2: Amazing. Ugh. All right, well. Gross. I feel gross now. Well, if you talk to 100 people, about two of them would be even aware of this thing. And the other, like, 50% are talking about uh, the Grammys last night. That's why they do these things, to kind of distract you. But they're talking about it at work today and in your life. So we're going to give you a quick 10-second rundown of what the Grammys were about last night. Do it. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, yeah. uh-huh. Taylor Swift owns the bye week. The Taylor Sweep. A Taylor Sweep. That (laughs) works. There you go. Uh, The Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman thing for Fast Car was actually kind of awesome. It was. And a guy named Killer Mike got arrested after getting his rap award. He did. (laughs) Oh, and the Billy Joel thing happened, too. That was actually kind of cool.
3: Billy Joel was great. Celine Dion came out. Surprise appearance. That was nice. That was actually nice. Yeah, it was good to see her. And she gave... Did you see this, by the way? Because this is going to be the new controversy. She gave Taylor Swift the... uh, Final Grammy of the night, I think it was. Yeah. And Taylor Swift came up there. She's all so excited. She's hugging people. And she just, I don't mean this in a bad way, but they're saying she ignored Celine Dion. Uh-huh. When you watch the clip, she's grabbing the Grammy from Celine Dion. Celine's like looking at her, clapping, like trying to say congratulations. She's and like, give like, me that. Yeah, she takes from her. She's looking at one of her friends like, oh my gosh. And just completely ignoring <laughs> <the> Celine Dion. <laughs> she gave her legend. the Heisman. <laughs> yeah, she
2: did. He's handed her the award, and people are like, Taylor Swift, how could you? You ignored Celine Dion. I saw that and I'm like, okay, this is like even like I enjoy a good controversy too, but even I saw it happen live. I didn't even notice that. I, I didn't know I didn't notice it either until you see the slow motion replay. I think she was, just got caught up in the moment, is what happened. You have to at this point, and I get it. There's a lot of people who are just sick of Taylor Swift. I get I I get that, right? But you have to respect the marketing genius that she is. Yeah? It's worked. The, any normal person, the story would have been getting her fourth album of the year award. That would have been a big story. Right? Not her. It's making a surprise, supposedly, announcement about a brand new album while she's getting the award. Yes. That that's that's all anybody in her kingdom is talking about today.
1: I wanna to say thank you to the fans. Bye. Telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years.
2: This is when I heard screams in my house, by the
1: way. (laughs) Which is that my brand new album. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Comes out April 19th.
2: (laughs) See? Can't stop her. Not bad. That's why she owns the bi-week, too. That's right. And she'll own Super Bowl. I was gonna say she's gonna own Super Bowl week too. You <laughs> have to. At this point, I give up. Respect the marketing. She's a genius. I'm with you. But I tell you what, I respect the Swifties a lot more too. Really? Uh, my daughter showed me this video. It's it is going gangbusters on social media. Every single one of the platforms. A Swiftie, just a fan, has flipped the script on all of us about making. Oh, they're showing her too much. They're this and that. It's a genius statement she made. Really? Oh, it's unbelievable. Okay. If you haven't seen this thing, this kid is a genius. How about that? She made us all look like absolute idiots. I'm for, I'm for even complaining about Taylor Swift. And it's all about the lack. They show her for literal seconds and we're all complaining too much. I'm ready to hear this. Oh, it's really good. All right, good. We'll share that with you. More <laughs> on this border bill, too. And uh, speaking of the Super Bowl little preview. The teams have arrived in Vegas. Talk about that, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Jen's back tomorrow. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Keep it here.
4: But now that we're getting right to the edge of actually dropping the bill and working to be able to pass it, there are a group of Republicans that are like, oh, wait, I hadn't thought about that this may actually fix the border issues and Biden would get credit for it. Oh, my God.
2: Jeez. That's what you call a useful tool. That's a... one of the geniuses, one of the architects behind this bipartisan so-called border bill deal, James Lankford from Oklahoma, he said that a few days ago before they actually dropped it. I think he said it on uh, Thursday. <laughs> this thing is awful. And now he says, no, it's not true. Everything we've wanted is, is in here. Again, we're overlooking the basic issue here. No deal whatsoever. What? No. so you just so you've been beaten up for nine rounds and you're like now you just want to negotiate no go back to the start fix the border close it secure the border that's the only deal you should be talking about this guy's a dope well yeah what is he even saying this is
3: Republicans saying, well, no, we're not going to do this because it means Biden fixes the problem. This would create more of a problem.
2: No. What are we doing he, here? He, he's, he's thinking he got absolutely worked by, the, and I don't know what the reason is. Maybe he's got some defense contractors, because let's not forget about the money. $60 billion go to Ukraine in this thing. For our border security, really? The package? He said, no, the, the credit won't go to the Democrats on this.
4: When they're overwhelmed and they can't process the people, they just release them into the country and say, we'll process you later. So their default is release. This switches that, where the default is deport. Yeah,
2: but it doesn't, because you're not going to get it done. He either got completely conned by Democrats on this, or or Mitch McConnell twisted his arm and made him co-sponsor it. I have no idea, but he, oh no, it's a
4: great deal. Folks that are saying, I don't want to have this vote because it may affect a presidential election. I don't agree it will, by the way. But I also cannot put a, an election ahead of national security of the American people.
2: It's exactly what he just did. Yeah, this right. this guy's a tool. I don't
3: know, a useful tool. I think is is what you call them, and I think that's a good way to put it. He
2: got used. I yeah. think no, it sure sounds like it. Matt Gates, congressman for Florida, by the way, Congress Republicans in Congress, a very very slim majority. They say this thing will be dead on arrival in its current form, but he says. Matt Gates says it would force President Trump to let in illegals well into his term, because it would be 1.5 million illegal border crossings into law. So, it, it, meaning that's allowed before you even say, "Oh, we got a problem here." That's
3: what I don't understand. 1.5,
2: 5,000 crossings per day in a week. That's what Ted Cruz was talking about last week. That's how, fine. How is that fixing the problem? Uh, because it's just less of a problem than it was before. Oh gosh. Again, this is this is like 10 people squatting in your house and saying, "All right, we'll we'll." Eight of them will leave. Right. No, all of you go. No,
3: no. No. <laughs> and I'm putting a new security system. Why? Good gosh. It's all about having border security and legal immigration.
2: Is that, is that so much to ask for? This is the, this. is Here's the whole thing, too. And Kirsten Cinema, which we actually thought would be, like, hardcore about this because she's a, an Arizona Democrat senator. She's been talking a tough game, but she said things like, no, we won't. We won't codify this, We won't allow $1.5 million in automatically before it's an emergency. She had been saying this for a year now leading up to this, and it, it, there it is, it's in there. But now she says, no,
4: it, it's okay, this is a good deal for everybody. Folks who do qualify for asylum will be on a rapid path, yeah. six months or less, to start a new life in America. Rapid. And those who do not qualify will quickly be returned to their home countries. You're not going to get them
3: back? No. Are you insane? What do you think they're going to do? They're gonna, you're going to send them a letter in the mail saying, all right, come back. Come on, come on back to the processing center. Okay, guys, I guess
2: we have to go back. No one's going to go back. How are you going to find them? She says, no, 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 no. No, it's not catch and release. This is way better. They'd be under U.S. supervision <laughs> for three months. Oh, you, oh. oh, that sounds like a plan. Right? Yeah. yeah. Held to a height, if they qualify for asylum. Right.
3: <laughs> sure they will. What is it going to take? You know, Well, I shouldn't say that because I think people have opened their eyes already when it comes to just looking at the polling and how big this issue has come. But can you imagine, God forbid, God forbid, I pray this doesn't happen, that there's some type of domestic terrorist attack, oh, god, like a really bad one, and you can easily trace it back to it happened because of our weak border security.
2: But now, no, but now because of this, you know what the media narrative will be? You know what the headline will be yeah. on NBC and CBS and Fox and everything else? Republicans turned down, border suggestion, in right. early 2024. Right. That's what it'll be. Maybe that's the complete setup. For years down the road, when they're anticipating trouble, they'll be able to look back, sell the narrative that it was Republicans in Congress that didn't get this done. And
3: I think that's what it is. They Probably. came out with, with a garbage piece of stinking trash you know, legislation. They knew that it wasn't going to pass. But they do it just so they can say, hey, we tried to make a deal and you turned us down. That's them. They don't want to
2: fix the border. Gross. That's what they'll say. Gross politics. And better news. Yes. The two teams, the Super Bowl teams, have both arrived. <laughs> They're on the ground in Las Vegas. I don't know about the Niners. I know that the Chiefs are staying nowhere near the Strip. It's probably a good idea. They're probably like 15, 20 miles outside of town. Andy Reid's like, oh, no, oh,
3: no. They're staying in Carson City. He's like, what,
2: what do you think, Andy? We're going to gamble. No, buffets. I don't want you eating buffets. Carson City, that's right. That's right. That's really the, they're in Pahrump. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know about this, though. I did not check over the weekend. Has the li- This was one of the closest Super Bowl lines of all time. Did you say on Friday it was two points? Yeah, I mean, it's been
3: floating around like one and a half, two. Ah. So I, I think it's still pretty close. and I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, is, it really is like a coin toss type of
2: game. That is... That's basically even money,
3: right? Yeah. It actually, That's basically even. Pretty much. It has gone up a little bit here. The spread is now 2.5. The oh. 49ers minus 2.5. So yeah. more money coming in on the 49ers there as we uh, are now six days away from the big game.
2: We're in the week. And once again, we're going to have to do this in rapid fire. But uh, for all of us, and I'm in that category too, I've complained about too much Taylor Swift at the, at the games. I think we're all wrong. Really? This I, I give the Swifties full credit for this. It's a it's a genius video one of them has done to make us all look like idiots. Because <laughs> oh, no. the amount of time they're actually showing her on TV is, like, minimal. Yeah. Minuscule. I could see that. When you actually break it down. <laughs> but it's still too much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll have that in rapid fire. As well as some uh, headlines to catch you up, get you going through Monday. Oh, everything that happened over the weekend. Keep it here next. The South Florida Morning Show. Jen's back tomorrow. There's Diener on Bill also rapid fire time. You ready? One sec. We can't do rapid fire <laughs> unless we have the official rapid fire intro. It's coming. Here we go. Here we go.
3: And three, two, one. There we go. Time for Jenna oh, Bill's now I rapid feel better. On News
0: Talk Come 850, on now. Oh. WFTL.
2: Can't do that. Can you tell we're only at sixty six percent power today because Jen's out today. It's a little extended weekend. She'll be back tomorrow. There's Dean on Bill. We'll catch yeah. you up on what's going on in headlines. Yeah, there's some Grammy stuff, but also headlines. the The biggest news news story has been about this so called border bill deal, which is just preposterous. I mean, the the reactions coming in hot and heavy. Ted Cruz warned us about this last Thursday, where he called this an absolute joke. Uh, dead on arrival says everybody uh, on the House side of things. We hope that they actually, you know, hold true to that. Uh, Kirsten Sinema, one of the big pushers of this thing, because she's an Arizona Democratic senator. She criticized the catch and release policy we had before, because the length of time that migrants could be in the U.S. before have it appear before a judge. She says in this thing, it's way better. Oh, that's They'll good. They'll be under U.S. supervision for three months, held to a higher standard to prove they qualify for asylum. Right. I don't. I don't understand why we think we need a
3: deal. Where? What compromise? No, there's no compromise. It's border security. Secure the border. What are you
2: doing? Here's the biggest takeaway and the red flag in this thing. And it's this isn't just this isn't misinformation. It's written right there in black and white. The deal requires a mandatory shutdown of the border if the number of migrant encounters reaches five thousand a day. Stop for a second and think about what that means. It's not an emergency. Until they reach 5,000 a day. It's a massive amount of people. It's a million and a half people a year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a joke. But this is way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a nice
3: compromise. Instead of just, you know, securing the border, let's just compromise and we'll let in a million and a half people a year.
2: That's good. Oh, it's fine. What a joke. What a slap in the face that is. I don't know. We'll see if the the House Republicans, kind of up to them now in the next step in the process. See if they hold true to this. If it's dead on arrival, it should be. I think it is. I think so. (laughs)
3: Well, I'm going sports, Bill. It is, as we know, Super Bowl week. A lot going on. Oh, yeah. But I'm going with the other football. The football that's known as football around the world except for here, and that's soccer. Oh, football. Yes, that's right. Gotcha. Football, you, with the little accent mark. Football. That's correct. Because in two years' time, we'll be talking about the World Cup coming to North America. And they announced yesterday, this is a big announcement, actually. They announced the host uh, stadium's how many games and what games are going to be played there? That's right. So here's what we got. You ready? We got seven games here in South Florida and some big ones, too, including some group stage games, a quarterfinal game at all at Hard Rock Stadium, by the way. Right. Um, you know, Miami, obviously. And we have the, um, the bronze medal game. So the third place game is going to be played at Hard Rock Stadium. Okay. Which is cool to see. And then semifinals, AT&T Stadium, Dallas, mm-hmm. Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. the final will be played at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey.
2: The The championship gold match. Yes. Will be at MetLife. That's correct. You know what's interesting to watch here? There's been so much controversy this past year about injuries with artificial turf. That's right. We're going to see how serious NFL owners, who are off, often stadium owners. That's right are about this grass turf thing. They better switch it out. They got to
3: put in the good stuff? <laughs> because someone actually made the point. It's, it's a good point you make because obviously Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles on that turf. He did. Uh, Dolphins player Jalen Phillips tore his Achilles on that turf. Oh, It
2: was at midlife, wasn't it? Uh, right.
3: All in the same season, nice. but in previous seasons, guys have gotten injured, torn ACLs. Someone made the point, you have the most expensive ACLs in the world and they're going to play on that
2: turf? Yeah. In the final? Hey, Yeah, I Watch wonder because I think there actually might be different levels of field turf. Yeah, I, I, I think guess some so, right? of it's actually really good because I just know that the uh, Gillette Stadium with the Pats play—you know—they own the Revolution. They right. had some European players. There was some sort of stipulate. I think they put in the good stuff there. I really do. There might be different layers of, of what's good and what's not. And and let's face it, at MetLife, they have to swap out a lot of different logos because the Jets and the Giants share it. Right. That's true. So Maybe they didn't get the good stuff yet.
3: Hopefully they get the good stuff. By the way, the um, U.S. team is going to be playing on the West Coast during the group stage matches. They'll be in Seattle and Los Angeles playing their group stage matches. And Gillette Stadium, by the way. Yeah, they got Your, some. your Pats, they got a quarterfinal game. Hmm. And Hard Rock Stadium also has a round of 32 games. So in total, seven games down here. Including some big ones with the bronze medal match and things like that. but
2: It's a big deal. It's a big deal it's in the States. Oh, it's huge,
3: man. it kicks off uh, mid-June, I believe it is. So Ah. June 15th. June 15th, 2026. We now have
2: the schedule. So make your plans now. That's right. All right. We also have, like you said, Diener, the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Super Bowl 58 already from Las Vegas. The teams have arrived. They're on the ground in Nevada. That's right. They're there. Well... You know, a lot of people had said, oh, it's two weeks of Taylor Swift. People were physically rooting against the Chiefs because they didn't want to see any more Taylor Swift. They say, uh, my daughter told me about this, and then I saw it this morning, and it has millions upon millions of views. One of the Swifties, one of Taylor Swift Nation, made an amazing point flipping the switch on all of us Hmm. about this. We're complaining that having to watch... Occasional cutaways of Taylor Swift cheering for Travis Kelsey. Oh, yes. Because it's her and it's amplified and you see the replays of it, it looks like she's, they're showing her all the time. Right. Listen to this girl. She's actually... I gotta give her credit. This is a brilliant video she made. Here's what she says, making us all sound stupid.
3: I was literally just watching the air so I wanted to see Taylor Swift perform. And for a total of 20 seconds during the whole, like, three-and-a-half-hour performance, there were, like, 20 seconds where it showed Travis Kelsey. I was like, What? He was there, like, supporting his girlfriend and cheering for her, and I was like, I don't even understand, like, what he's doing there, and why is it showing him? It's really not fair for us, for us, That's for us funny. Swifties, who have been fans of Taylor Swift for our whole lives, like, we wanted to watch her perform, and the cameras just keep panning to Travis Kelsey. It's just inconsiderate. When it comes down to it, like, he's, he's ruining live music. I just feel like I could ever even go to another concert again.
2: She has... Uh, the caption on the that's video good. with, this is how dumb you sound. <laughs> i tell you something, that's pretty damn good. I don't know whether this girl's going to be a lawyer or not, but it's right. brilliant. No, that's good because it's true when you break it down. It's, it's overhyped.
3: Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's true. It's like 20 seconds where she's shown in a three and
2: a half hour broadcast. It's not that much. It's really not. Our no. reaction is way, way too much to it. I think mostly because people see it on a news coverage story of the clip of her, and it makes yeah. it look like they literally had a split screen of Taylor Swift in the game. And I've always and it hasn't been like that. No, it hasn't.
3: I've always said with with this, I'm like people being too hard. Is she's not asking for the coverage? The cameraman, the director's like the biggest pop star in the world is sitting in that booth celebrating. You
2: better pan over to her.
3: That's what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean,
2: That's funny, though. We just got schooled by a Swifty. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) She nailed it. It was really smart. That's funny.
3: Well, I don't know uh, if this is going to have maybe some type of effect on the Super Bowl, Bill, but Patrick Mahomes, that's another guy that, you know, gets some flack sometimes, but he's pretty likable. There is too much of him. Well, (laughs) I give him some credit because he has to deal with his family.
2: Oh, I saw this.
3: Yeah. We know about his brother, Jackson, who's an absolute dope. We know about him. But now... Jen's favorite, his wife. Oh, yeah, his wife, right? Oh, boy. His wife is very uh, obnoxious. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah. And now his father. You know what? And I hadn't known the history of the dad. Oof. is a shame. He got arrested for his third DUI oh. over the weekend in, in Texas. <laughs> and now... A week before the Super Bowl, where his son is trying to repeat as champion and win his third title.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: He has to deal with all this. It's not It's not enough that you have to deal with everything as it is going into the game. You know, tickets and family and travel and, of course, the preparation for yourself.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: But now dad's been arrested for DUI. For third the third time. time. Yeah, third so time. So he
2: does have, like a, I think it's a 10-day jail sentence, did you say?
3: Yeah, I think so. And they're, they're going to set bond.
2: You know what's sad? It, Mahomes can't even really do anything for him. I know. Because You can't at that point. The guy's a grown a grown man. He's an adult. He's had to deal with this his entire life and yet still succeeded because of his athletic ability. Right. There's only so much you can do. And that's why I don't
3: blame Patrick Mahomes. Some people hated him for stuff. I'm like, I give the guy credit. He's had a lot of stupid people
2: around him in his life, unfortunately. Now, he chose the wife, but he was stuck with the brother and the dad. That's, that's right. So- you know, listen. <laughs> you
3: know, <laughs> We'll see. I don't know. Does it have an effect or does it push him
2: even more to try to win the game? I think the guy is so locked in. Yeah. He is very hard to dislike. He really is. I'm with you. I like my I think he's, you know. I like him. Yeah. Still rooting against the Chiefs. I think I'm rooting against the Chiefs. I have, cannot win in this Super Bowl. I cannot oh, win.
3: Sorry. Either either
2: the Niners get their sixth, right. they Tied with the Pats and the Steelers now, or it's it's the Chiefs again. I, and I, they're the first team to repeat since the Pats oh three oh four. Oh god. Oh. So maybe okay, nobody I'm going, wins. Go sort of that old thing. Can both teams lose?
3: <laughs> sorry, Bill. <laughs>
2: no. All right. Hey, we have uh, flight 850 coming up next. Our aviation segment with Jay Ratliff, our aviation uh, expert. Boy, don't expect any good customer service from the airlines anytime soon after these cutbacks. Ouch. Oh, man. All right, and everything else that happened in the skies Skiesnet airports over the weekend, we'll talk to him next. The South Florida Morning Show. Jen's back tomorrow. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Keep it here. Well, now, remember the story we had on Friday. I think it was in our second rapid fire. Jen was talking about this, Diener. Mm-hmm. I think it was, think it was American Airlines. Sounds they're, right. They are offering special... Specially named flights for the Super Bowl, Kansas City to Vegas and back. There's a flight 1989 going. Uh Uh-huh. And a flight 87 returning. Gee, I wonder who that's in reference to. Even (laughs) they're getting in on the action. (laughs) But don't expect any extra customer service, apparently. Here's our buddy to tell us about that.
3: Now boarding.
0: It's flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliffe on News Talk 850, WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: Good morning. Welcome back. Hope it was a nice weekend. First of all, is that common for uh, airlines to get a little cutesy with the flight numbers when there's a big event happening here? Because I hadn't seen that before.
1: All the time. All the time. In fact, the United is uh, running, I think, six direct flights from Kansas City to Las Vegas Uh for the Super Bowl. And they did the exact same thing. Really? uh, flight number 2287. Which combines Kelsey's number with a, a Taylor Swift psalm.
0: Uh-huh. And yes, they,
1: they also have a 1989. But, you know, they don't want to leave Patrick Mahomes out because, you know, he, he before used to be the center of attention. That's right. Not now. And we don't want him to feel left out. So United has a flight number of 1587. That combines <laughs> Kelsey and Patrick's numbers together so that he doesn't feel left out. I mean, for, and apologies to everyone who is in my boat sick of all of this stuff but with uh, Taylor Swift, but it's news. We have to talk about it. Right. So my apologies.
2: Right. Well, uh, they can do that, but apparently they can't, as far as at least American Airlines goes, they can't keep enough customer service positions uh-huh. available because, I, I mean, they, I saw your uh, your headline in this and your news story that went out, and I saw, how can, how can any airline even afford to cut 700 customer service positions when we know... That's the industry best known for horrible customer service.
1: Well, that, that's because customer service is optional. So we got <laughs> to get rid of people. Let's do it. I look uh, when I was at Northwest Airlines, we gave our mechanics, I think, a thirty-five percent pay raise, and we had to cut five percent from every customer service department. Wow. And uh, yeah, and that happened to be the April of two thousand and one. So from a timing standpoint. Uh, yeah, that was the time to get a raise because things fell apart later that year. But what we're seeing right now is that airlines are, are starting to struggle because we, we came out of the pandemic and we saw the corporate travel cut in half and it pretty much hasn't recovered to any extent uh, for for airlines across the country. That's where they would get about 80% of their business. But they were seeing a lot more leisure travel. People that take one trip a year now are taking two and three. So, I mean, planes were packed. They were still making you know, quite a bit of money, but it was because of the fact that the, the load factor on the leisure side of things was so much. But what's happened is that of late, we've seen the travel, and especially the advanced numbers, start to return to the pre-pandemic norms, where yeah. you have leisure travel, be more seasonal. So what's happening is airlines are seeing this drop-off, and they still haven't seen the corporate travel numbers recover to the point they want them. So yeah, they're forced right now to start to lay off passengers and... Uh, or I'm sorry, layoff employees, and Americans not going to be the only one. In fact, airlines are starting to struggle on the cargo side of things, and we saw this with UPS. They're laying off 12,000 workers because there's a softness right now on the cargo side of things, and we're seeing the same thing with um, airlines. Airlines make a lot of money hauling cargo, and it's starting to drop off quite a bit as well because of the economy's slowing down a bit, and, and all, and, and they're they're suffering as well. Sure, so they're hoping and praying this summer. The international travel, which is expected to be record numbers this summer, is going to help kind of lift lift their boat up from a standpoint of getting back to the state of profitability. But until then, uh, yeah, the airlines are just kind of holding on and seeing. It's going to be going to be interesting to see what takes place. Yeah,
2: I'm trying to look at the bright side here. I don't know if there is one. Is this maybe maybe outside possibility? American Airlines has gotten really good at the chat bots, and maybe if you have a pretty simple question, they can just kind of answer it online.
1: You know, if somebody's there, that's the case. And and sometimes that's all any of us need is a very quick answer instead of, you know, the whole times two hours and 11 minutes. I called Delta Airlines once, and I got a recording that said, we're too busy to talk to you. Call us back later. Click. (laughs) Now, I'm thinking if I'm in the marketing department trying to come up with ways to have people reach out to us, that's not the kind of announcement I want, you know, all of our efforts to, to, to generate is hanging up on people. Uh, but it happens. And, you know, sadly right now, customer service is just that. It's it, it's You get good service at an airline, go buy a lottery ticket because it's going to be your day because it's accidental when we get it. And, and airlines recognize that because, look, they're in the business of giving us safe transportation from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. They're getting better with luggage. In fact, we can many times track our own luggage or we can drop a little air tag in there and track it ourselves. But for the most part, their flights are a little bit more on time now than they have been before, which I think is laughable, because many years ago, airlines increased the block-to-block time, where it might have been an hour and 58 minutes to fly from city A to B, and what they did was they extended that to make it a 2-hour and 15-minute block-to-block time, so that you could say, oh, we're getting in early, oh, I love it, oh, my flights have been early of late, this is, no, not really, it's kind of the same thing, we just kind of increased the block-to-block time. I uh, think it's going to take longer to uh, a <clears throat> taxi so as a result of you know we're getting in early it's all perception stuff and it just drives me crazy but uh yeah, a lot of times they make a big deal of it when they get in early i tell you what though there was one story about a flight that did get in early it was a china airlines flight had a tailwind of 250 miles an hour no i that saw bad this that boy was flying at 825 miles an hour now that's faster than the speed of sound, but they did not break the sound barrier because oh. they're kind of they're, – they're, they're tucked into a, if you will, it's kind of like uh, walking on a moving sidewalk. You know, we're going to go faster than we won- normally would, but we're still walking at the same pace we would normally walk. Right. And the aircraft are the same way, but, I, I mean, you talk about getting in hour an hour and 14 minutes early or whatever t- – time, how much time it was. That's something when you can pop up into the jet stream and, and, and take advantage of a of a two hundred and fifty mile an hour tailwind. I've not I, I've not heard of too many commercial aircraft that cruise normally at five hundred and fifty miles an hour that have been going much faster than eight hundred and twenty five miles an hour.
2: I so wish Jen was in today because we saw this headline and she listen in a, in the days when. Some airlines are just trying to make sure the bolts are tight enough. You've got China Airlines <laughs> going 825. I was hoping Jen mm-hmm. would see. We might have to do that one again next week when she's in so she can get a reaction on that. She doesn't like flying when it's a normal speed.
1: Well, it would be better if it was Chinese airline Lucky Air, which I flew. <laughs> and you just don't want to see that on an airplane that you're about to board. I just, there's oh. something about testing faith.
2: We'll get you there on time, maybe.
1: <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, remember in China, a lot of times it's it's considered good luck to toss coins at things. Oh, and a lot of times as you board the aircraft, you have people that are tossing coins towards the engine of the aircraft. Oh, that's Sometimes always those good. Coins go into the aircraft, <laughs> and they have to cancel the flight. Oh, my God.
2: Well, but if they don't, they'll go eight hundred and
1: twenty-five. So you know, it's a trade-off. But, yeah, but the problem is, what if you don't see it? Yeah, and, and, and they board it, and all of a sudden that engine just—you—you can, you can fly on one engine. So, Jen, if you're at home listening, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. What? Well, why in the world? I—I—I—to I, I, for the life of me. But yeah, if you go back and Google, there's several stories of flights being canceled because passengers threw coins into the engine for good luck.
2: Wow. Yeah. Good luck. All right. Oh, Flight 850 Fund. Check out 850WFTL.com. DayTradeFund.com, too, to make some money with Jay. And with all that said, remember this story for next week when Jen's back. because wa- We should scare the life out of her with that.
1: Well, all, all I know is it's been two consecutive weeks when she's not been here. Last week I thought, eh, it's not me. This time, two weeks in a row. So now she's not there next week. I'm going to start taking it personal. So was, we'll have to wait and see.
2: I was thinking the same thing. It might be you, but I'm not sure. It, it
1: is. All right. Yeah, she just yeah doesn't want to talk to me. or is, I know she's not scared to talk to me. That woman's not scared of anything. But yeah, we'll see what happens next Monday.
2: All right, buddy. We'll talk to you in a week. Thanks for the info. All
1: right, pal. Coming up next,
2: more from the Grammys last night. Not what you're expecting. Not Taylor Swift. A rap artist who got Album of the Year. And then he got put in handcuffs. This is a wild story, actually. And more reaction coming in hot and heavy from the so-called border deal. It's all next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here.
0: It's the South Florida Morning Show. Us and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. This supplemental bill is a kamikaze plane in a box canyon with no exit headed for a train wreck.
2: I'm going to keep that cut from Ted Cruz it's Really good, forever. <laughs> really good. And that was from, well, I think it was Thursday, last Thursday. He was the one that got a sneak peek of this bill that now we all know about, which is a disaster. He was right. He was exactly right. We We, we had
3: fun with it last week. We thought, wow, Ted Cruz is going crazy on this bill, and we haven't
2: even seen it yet. Well, now we know why he was saying that. Oh boy, <clears throat> reaction coming in hot and heavy because again, well, and I'm telling you, we should all remind ourselves. Let's start with this. What do you mean border deal? What, what, what do you mean deal? There's no deal. Right. Secure the border. Exactly. That's your deal. That's the only thing you should be worried about. You got these dopey Republicans like uh, Lankford going, well, you know, it minimizes the damage. And the no, there's not
3: a deal. Just secure it. This isn't a, a you know a, a striking you know UAW deal. We have to come to terms. Just secure the border. Here's the, I
2: think the most controversial, well, you could talk about $60 billion for Ukraine. That's a whole separate thing. That's also in it, by the way. That's right. But I think the most <laughs> controversial thing is this codification. So making it law, like making it cement. One and a half million illegal border crossings into law. Like that's what's allowed before you call it a border emergency. Just sick. Five. Uh, you break that down to 5,000 crossings per day. That's no big deal, Bill. That's and fine. And if that's not enough, it would lock in green card giveaways through 2030. But then you got Kirsten Cinema, the uh, Arizona senator, the Democrat, who's been talking tough on border for about a year and a half now. But no, she said that wouldn't be in there. It's in there. She I mean, says, no, it's okay. Families are going to get a different exception, and they're going to have a little bit of time, six months, to prove that they shouldn't be deported, and we'll be able to bring them back if they – if they, they, right. Sure. Uh, this is a little bit of what she said.
4: We'll ensure that we're supervising them yeah. over the course of just three months.
2: Yeah, sure. And
4: conduct that interview with that new higher standard.
2: If you believe that, I've got a bridge in Loxahatchee to sell her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're going to supervise them. Yeah. With all, all kinds of stipulations.
3: I'm sure they are, sure. Yeah, right. because those, you know, six or seven. Uh, Guys that beat up the cops in, in New York were, oh, they were definitely under supervision. Oh, yeah. Sure. Then, then then they got let out. Now they want to press charges against them because it became a big story. Mm. Just gross, man. It, just, it, it never ceases to amaze me how much slime comes out of D.C. Instead of actually fixing a problem, it all comes down to politics.
2: Here's uh, James Lankford, this Republican so-called guy from Oklahoma. He's a co-sponsor of it, co-architect of this thing. Here's what he says.
4: When they're overwhelmed and they can't process the people, they just release them into the country and say, Mm -hmm. we'll process you later. So their default is release. This switches that where the default is deport.
2: You're not going to catch them. And I've actually said this. I've criticized Trump about this, too, where he said, day one, mass deportation. You're not going to find everybody. Yeah. Sorry, you're just not. I don't know how you it's do it. It's not going to happen. You close <laughs> the border, you adjust it, and you secure the border. There's your answer. That's it. No, that's exactly it. He keeps talking about,
3: well, this will help in the process of catching them. And depo- just close the border. Secure it. You secure it and then have legal immigration. Is that so hard? I mean, why is? I don't understand why it has to be negotiations about this. Yeah. I mean, think about this: that that guy right there, Langford, right? Is his acceptable terms is five thousand illegal crossings a day? They're okay with that. Right. That's enough to fill a stadium within seven days.
2: Yeah. But they're okay with that. Yeah. That's that's just wonderful. So we've got. Don't forget about this. All, All combined into one giant mess. Besides keeping the border open, which is what it would do, despite what they say, $60 billion for Ukraine, supporting all the bad stuff that's been going on over there. We know they're corrupt. Also, billions for Israel would go to them as well, all while keeping our borders open. And somehow they're selling this as a good deal. Yeah, How is that a border deal? That's, that's a military
3: spending deal. That, that's, that's a defense act. That's a military industrial complex deal. It has nothing to do with securing our border. It's all about making money. What a joke. And it's all about the labels so they can say, well, you know, we tried to deal with the Republicans in the
2: border and uh, they, exactly they turned down our, our bipartisan deal. They turned it down. Biden was in Vegas yesterday. He had yeah, Mr. Vegas, that's him. Mr. Energy. Oh yeah, you say we want a quick passage of this. Sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. do. Or I guess if you are a migrant, I would try to make it to New York City eventually, get bus there from Texas because you might get yourself some cash, really? Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott speaking out against a new plan from New York City. You see this? Give them money, buy them food. New York City announced that migrants in one of the city's hotels would be given prepaid credit cards for food and baby supplies, which, you know, I'm not disparaging the fact that they need some help that way, but still. Sure. Um, $53 million this will cost. Oh, gosh. Abbott called that plan insane and the most reprehensible thing he's seen take place in a long time. This is why, you
3: know, we were joking around before about uh, the rapper uh, 50 Cent coming out and saying, you know what, maybe Trump isn't that bad. Right. He said that over the weekend. And this is why he said it. Right. Because this is a guy 50 Cent, I think it's from the Bronx. I believe so. They think that's where he, he hails out from. and He sees this stuff firsthand. I mean, yep. you know, he's in the city and he sees
2: all this stuff going on. Of course poor communities are going to be affected by this the most. Course. Of course they are. It's the way it always works. Of course they are. So, of course, these poor community uh, leaders are stepping up and saying, yeah, no. Boston, over the weekend, a giant community center in Roxbury was just taken over by migrants, and they admitted, they said we can't, they we're probably not getting it back. Wow. The only community, finally waking up and they're saying, wait a minute, this is terrible. It's terrible. Well, stop voting for Democrats. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the only, that's what you're going to have to do. The only community center those kids have, Gosh. by the way, for basketball, sports, Instead of taking care of our own, we yeah, do this. Right, exactly right. Oh boy, get, get me out of this, Bill. What do you got? Well, here's another. Here's a quick little Grammys recap from okay, last night. Good. Taylor Swift. Rules again, and that's the new album. Yeah. Got album of the year as well. So she, she owns the NFL bye week as well. That's right, and then she'll win album of the year that's next right. year for the new one coming out in April. There actually was an awesome duet between Luke Combs, the country guy, and Tracy Chapman singing Fast Car. I thought that was actually awesome.
3: It, it was. That was one of the highlights of the night. I think uh, a lot of
2: people were talking about that one. Our guy Billy Joel performed live. Yes. And now they, you have they, enough they, to know to talk about the Grammys as if you watched it when you go to work today.
3: All you got to do is go in, just repeat what we said. Just go by the coffee machine and go, yeah,
2: but that Luke Combs guy there. (laughs) That was
3: was good, right? Yeah. yeah. Billy Joel did his new song. People are going to think you know what you're talking about. Oh, Taylor Swift, she did it again.
2: Hey, did you hear she has a new album coming out? (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Or you could bring up this one. The sad and fascinating tale of rapper Killer Mike. (laughs) Uh, This is wild. He won actually a couple of Grammys. He did. I think he won three. Best rap song, I know that much. Yeah. He also got best rap album, and this is the part that they show, kind of like the heavy metal thing before the actual primetime thing that's shown. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So we got a couple of Grammys. He was he was on stage. He was absolutely psyched. Uh, you know, obviously as anybody would be, and he uh, and he and he sounded like this. <laughs> God, yeah. 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 Minutes later. Hey. Handcuffs. There he goes. I, I, I'm sure people have gotten arrested at the Grammys before. I bet you nobody that actually, with a trophy in hand, have gotten arrested. And, right, exactly. Sir, put down your Grammys, please. We're taking you to <laughs> jail. We're going to need you to have somebody else hold those. Oh, what a shame. So TMZ says... He was detained following an alleged physical altercation that happened like in the room in the right. theater. Someone called the police because he hit somebody. And he was detained, and he, he was led away in handcuffs with his Grammys. Unreal. But he was not physically under arrest. Oh, I see. Okay. But still close enough for me. So I don't know if we've ever seen that happen. No, that was he's got more street cred now. He oh, put yeah. another album about how he got arrested at the Grammys. We bring that up because here's another conspiracy <laughs> theory, which we love. Oh. Here's here's the conspiracy theory about Killer Mike. You ready? Yes, please. It was just this past Thursday. He also endorsed Trump. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I knew so, it. So, Fitty said, better be careful. He's next. That's right. And if we find Snoop Dogg, who also endorsed Trump, and we find him dead somewhere, uh, we know what's up. We got the West Coast and the East Coast rappers <laughs> supporting Trump. Watch out. Oh my God. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. We got more from the li- little tidbits from the Grammys because you probably didn't watch it, but uh, I thought it was actually pretty good. Believe it or not, that was. Are these are these award shows getting better? That's been the trend. Maybe happening. Yeah. Reaction to the border. Oh, Trump didn't interview too. He teased the VP pick uh-huh. with, without naming it, but he said what he's looking for.
3: We'll oh, you reminded that. me. I had something rapid fire from seven thirty that I didn't
2: talk about, so I'll put down the eight
3: thirty rapid fire. All right.
2: See, you got something good. All right. That and a lot more coming up next. The Self-Loaded Morning Show. Jen's back tomorrow. There's i on Bill. Keep it here.
1: Always it's got to be one thing. It's got to be who would be a good president. I mean, you always have to think
3: that because, you know, in case of emergency, things happen, right? No matter who you are, things happen. I was
2: so glad to hear him say that. So Trump did a really good interview, actually. Good for her, Maria Bartiromo. She gets the best out of him. She does. I don't know why he's like really comfortable uh, talking to her. He likes her. Yeah, that's good. But she asked, have you thought about the VP? Like, what are you looking for? And you heard it right there. He said, it's somebody that could be president. Things happen. You never know. I'm just glad that he's aware of, like, And he would have to be anyway, but still to hear him say it is comforting, the threats that would be made against the guy.
3: Well, it's not that – I mean, we figure he's aware, right? I mean, he's been through it before and everything, so he knows what's out there and the crazies and gets it in his daily briefings. But the fact that he's, I guess, willing to acknowledge it, and it's part of his decision process.
2: And it has to be. It should be, yeah. You've got political opponents now who have weaponized the court system and the justice system against him. And that would be the threat, not some random crazy between the Secret Service and Trump's own security – I don't even worry about that. True, I worry about I worry about these lunatic, you know, rebel, you know, crazy prosecutors. Yeah, who would put him in danger somehow?
3: No, that's a good point. I mean, I yeah, know. there's there's the legal battles too, or anything that they would try to pull in his, you know, in in, in a second term, more impeachments
2: or something. Who knows? Just that, I'm so it's going to happen anyway. I'm, al- they h- they're already setting it up. By the way, I was, the, I was, yes. Did you hear Hillary?
3: Oh, I was we seeing, can't that's the thing. be
2: sure that China is not <laughs> interfering in our election. Oh, my gosh. Now it's China. Yes. They moved away from Russia. So, okay. so get ready to hear this. Trump is a puppet of Xi Jinping. Oh! Get ready. It's coming. Because oh. they're going to do
3: it. He was tougher on China than any other president. Uh, please. But still.
2: he's Yeah. No, you're right. I can that's, see it. That's coming. But uh, he also gosh. talked about, she got him to talk about the VP picks. Who? who Who have you talked about? He mentioned by name Tim Scott and Kristi Noem. Really likes Tim Scott now, Mm -hmm. is what he said.
0: And he has been really
3: strong in terms of that. No, but that has nothing to do. I don't want anybody to take even any inference, but it's incredible. Uh, Kristi Noem has been incredible fighting for me. She said, I'd never run against him because I can't beat him. That was a very nice thing to say.
2: (laughs) There is deep love and appreciation for anybody that, number one, endorses him, doesn't run against him. And says nice things on the campaign trail. Then you're in with him forever. That is the secret to success (laughs) to get on Trump's good side. (laughs) That's how it works. with all that said, I really truly don't think... Oh, by the way, he also uh, shot down the rumors that his campaign reached out to RFK Jr.'s campaign. That's not a thing he said. Totally untrue. He goes, I've talked to him, but no, that wasn't a deal. But I also think he has not made the decision. It seems that way, doesn't it? Even though he said that in that uh, town hall interview... Well, I already know who it's going to be. I don't think so. And it feels like there,
3: you know, all the names have have been put out there. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, because remember last, it was, I think it was a couple weeks ago. It was like every day was a new name or two. We had Ben Carson, Christy Nolan's always been out there. Tim Scott, you had uh, Elise Stefanik, you had uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. You had all these names. Right. Every day was a new favorite. So it feels like the the favorites are out there, and now it's just a matter of who he
2: goes with out of those, you know. Five or six candidates. I would handicap it at this. I'd still put in the lead. I would put Vivek. In fact, more so than after he said this. I, I'm convinced he's not con- uh, He has named the person yet. Wow, Vivek, really? Tim Scott, Christy Noam, Elise Stefanik.
3: Wow, Vivek in first. I think so. It would, it would be a great ticket. I think he has Noam first, but that's just, I don't know.
2: Plus, it's that backup plan, though. It's like he's got to say, it would send a message to the Democrats. You do anything to me. Where do you get this guy? He's like, yeah, exactly. You think I'm extreme? Yeah. <laughs> he
3: wants to wipe you out. He wants to just get rid of your department. He's like, it's it's like the Godfather. Like Al Pacino is right. worse than the Godfather. right? And that's, it's like, and that's like, that's like Jen
2: says, too, with Vivek, he could send him out and do all the dirty work. Because he doesn't care. Right, He'll exactly. say anything. Yes, and he has. I mean, he's the guy <laughs> that started a fire ronamcdaniel.com <laughs> website.
3: I don't think Vivek's afraid to
2: speak his mind.
3: How would that go, though, right? I mean, the RNC, he hates... The head of the RNC. Yes. So you imagine that if he is the head or or, or he is
2: the, the vice president you know, nominee, how does that go? I don't know. Uh, Trump did speak about uh, that, too, because she says, what do you think about you've criticized her? You've been a big proponent, but everybody else criticizes Ron and McDaniel. Trump, go, he's, for the first time, he says, well, you know, maybe someday you can expect some changes there. Finally. Thank I you. I have not heard them talk at all about a ballot harvesting plan. To stop the mail-in ballot boxes. Nothing. To stop the cheat. Are they, like, on this? Is somebody working on this? Because Trump never talks about that. You asked that question to Ronald McDaniel four years ago. We've been asking this for six years now. (laughs) Like, are you prepared? Is everything working? No, apparently not. Okay, great. Gee, gotta, Gee, that's that's great. Yeah, exactly. By the way, uh, for that border non-deal, as we're calling it, I would expect a full statement from Trump coming out. He said something very quickly last night, but I would expect to him to blast that thing today. That's probably coming. In the meantime, before we get to rapid fire... Yes. Oh, there it is. It is now officially. We're yeah. past the Grammys. We're past the bye week. We're into Super Bowl week. This is it. The team's arrived over the weekend. They scattered it, Saturday and Sunday, but they're both in Nevada uh, getting ready for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. I don't know about the Niners, where they're standing. I know the Chiefs are nowhere near the Strip. No. Then I got to see a light. It's probably a good idea. Not going to hear a slot machine.
3: A little less distracting. Oh, I, oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Keep away from that. Imagine if they stayed. We're going to stay at uh, Caesar's
2: Palace. <laughs> we're staying at Caesar's. Yes, that's right. We're uh, downtown at Binion's. <laughs> They're hanging, getting off the bus from practice. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, no. Well, practicing in a big ballroom. I think they put him in Carson City. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got rapid fire coming up again. A little bit more Super Bowl stuff, some Grammy stuff just to prepare you for what people are talking about. Sure. And more on this board to deal, too. And Diener, for an hour and a half, has been teasing a Trump story. Finally going to get there. Better be good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Expectations are high And more coming up next The Self-Loaded Morning Show Keep it here
0: Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire On News Talk 850 WFTL
2: It's time to catch you up Even though we're down Down a team member today Jen taking a long weekend She'll be back tomorrow There's i on Bill Well expect more hot and heavy Not even debate It's just getting blasted This so-called border uh, deal What deal? It's not a deal. Why should it be a Secu- deal? Secure the border. Yes. Anyway, uh, a lot of reaction hot and heavy coming from this thing. Se- uh, House Republicans, Mike Johnson, Scalise has said it too. They're claiming it's going to be dead on arrival when it gets to their chamber. It- it's basically, it- it'll codify one and a half million migrants a year before it's even considered uh, an emergency. Oh, so that's-, that's 5,000 a day before they even like start to say, okay, well... You know, like a clicker when you get into a club? Click, 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 click. Number 5,000. Okay, now we start to do something. That's right. Yeah, no big deal. And here's the scary (laughs) part. So apparently a lot of people who have read through this say it codifies it. In other other words, puts it into law so that subsequent presidents can't do anything about that. 5,000 crossings per day uh, and 1.5 million illegals and locks in green card giveaways reportedly through 2030. Such a joke. This isn't
3: a deal. This There's is no a way deal to, to legalize illegal immigration. Yeah. That's what this is. And think about this too with the numbers you said. You would have enough people within four days. Yep. You would have enough people to fill the Kaseya Center in Miami where the Heat play. Oh, that's all sure. And enough people oh, yeah. to fill, you know, uh, Amaret Bank Arena where the Panthers play within a week and a half. You would have enough people to fill Hard Rock Stadium. Exactly. But that's no big deal. That's right. all. Le- On that's all legal. That's top good. of what we
2: have now. So there's no. By the way, in all of this that anybody's been able to see, there's no plan for who's already here. Right. All they're saying, like Kirsten Cinema, <laughs> the Arizona Democrat Senator. And others, and this Lankford, this Republican guy from Oklahoma who's a co-sponsor of this thing, he says, No, it's a much better plan. This isn't catch and release. We give them six months, priority for families, joke. to prove that they can stay here. And if not, if they can't prove that, well, we're we're going to invite them to leave. We're going to ch- take them by the hand and, and send them back home. Sure. Sure you are. Sure. Yeah, you're going to be able to find them. Yeah. In, a, in a federal agency that's already
3: overburdened and stressed. This thing is a joke. Absolute joke. And it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be shot down. And then the Democrats are going to say, well, we tried to deal with the Republicans in a bipartisan
2: deal. And they turned us down. That's what, I think that's what this is. Yeah. It's a big extravagant ruse to say, we're trying. Oh, yep. Those Republicans aren't doing it. By the way, don't forget about this. Also, 60 billion bucks in this thing for oh, Ukraine.
3: That's right. 60 billion. That's more than we spent on the entire
2: budget for the Marines last year, by the way. What an insult that is. Come on now. By the way, it's a little over half a billion to finish the border wall, so don't say there's not nothing in there. Oh my gosh. So $650 for our security, but $60 for Ukraine. You you don't like this? Some government contractors involved in this negotiation? No big deal. What a crock. It really is. Uh, President Trump's spoken out against it. I would expect a longer statement about this particular thing. It's that important from him. Maybe a video statement, maybe a speech. I don't know.
3: Well, one place, Bill, because I'll use that as a nice little segue there for Mr. Trump. Mm -hmm. One place that has seen a huge influx and a lot of problems with the migrant crisis is New York City. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff coming out right now about different polls. NBC has Trump with his biggest lead ever over Biden in their their own internal polling. NBC has him with a five-point lead over Biden. They've never seen anything like that. And Trump, in his interview with Maria Bartiromo, we've talked about that. That's right. One of the things he said in that interview, and this is what he teased an hour and a half ago and I forgot to get to. He said, concerning New York City, he believes that they can flip the state of New York, wow. that they can flip New Jersey, places like New Mexico. And he's even planning, supposedly, two rallies oh. in New York City, one oh. in the Bronx and oh. one at Madison Square Garden. Oh, how great would that huh.
2: be? What a scene that would be. That would be amazing. I think you should do it. I-, I know it has to be for security purposes, probably inside an arena, like an MSG and stuff like that. I get that. But imagine if it was a Central Park rally. Oh, wow. Just have... right in New York. I think it's time. Yes. We always wanted this. We always said, yep. you, you, Jen, and I always said, you know what, like an L.A. forum. Exactly. Or a Staples Center or an L.A. Coliseum rally. Yes. But New York, perfect. Perfect for it. He's... Is- <laughs>
3: I'm telling you, man. Trump at Madison Square Garden, I, I, it was—it would be huge. It would sell
2: out. There, you would not find a seat for that rally. There's never been a better time, though, because right. you never he heard so it. many people finally saying, "You know what? The community center's taking over." Now with the idea to give him 53 million dollars in in gift cards. Yep. Mayor Adams's plan—they've taken over schools, community centers, and more people saying, "Man, what's going on?" Well. Maybe they are actually waking it up, waking up and, and realizing this is the policies that they voted for.
3: You can feel the the tide starting to turn a little bit. You feel the, the, the change in the political climate, and I think the time is right for a rally like that in Madison Square Garden or in the Bronx or both. He,
2: I think he could possibly. He has a chance at
3: flipping either New York or,
2: or New Jersey. Kind of speaks too to what we've seen now. We've half joked about it because the inter- Snoop Dogg not endorses him, but says, "Yeah, I'd support Trump. I love right. him." We've got. The guy that just got arrested at the, at the Grammys, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Just won Rap Album of the Year. He flat out endorsed Trump. Yeah. And uh, somebody else at 50 Cent just yep. did, too. That's right. No, I get it. Those are just three people. But there are three people in the entertainment community that have a lot of influence that see sure what's going do. on. Yep. This is stuff you didn't see in 2020.
3: Well, I wonder if I wonder if uh, 50 Cent would be at the Bronx rally. Yes. Or the Madison Square. Yeah, right? I mean Because yes he's he would. a
2: Bronx guy. He's already said he endorsed him. Right. So why don't... Yeah, he would. I think he's yeah. Bronx. I'm pretty sure he is. He would, though. Uh, that would be something. I wow. don't know. It's a different time, man. What a year this is going <laughs> to be. I'm telling you. Before we get to that, we are now officially in Super Bowl week. The teams have arrived. And now you can, too. Really? You can, you can take a flight to Las Vegas and get yourself a ticket because there are 3,000 seats still available, uh, says the Allegiance Center out there, in Las Vegas for the game. Oh, okay, which kind of surprises me the tickets are available. This part does not surprise me. We knew this was going to come down. It was a week ago today. Tickets for Super Bowl 58 reselling for $10,000. Ridiculous. Yeah, no. No. Those are now half. They're just <laughs> over 5,000 bucks. <laughs> That's yeah, which is still a lot of money. It's still, yes. But people finally looked at this. And they got past the story, and they said, "Oh, okay, yeah, but I'm on the section 400 for 10 grand. Right. I don't think so.
3: I mean, come on. In the end, it's still a football game. Are you gonna pay ten thousand dollars for a football game? No. <laughs> I no. I, I get it's one of the biggest events in the world. Trust me, I understand
2: that. But 10 grand? I've actually thought about the last. It was two Super Bowls ago that the Pats won, so I think it was it was uh, 49. I think it was." Buddy of mine offered me tickets for this, and it didn't work out anyway. So yeah. eventually the choice was taken away from me. I actually thought about it, though. I said, How great would that be to go? But I really want to see it when it's happening live. And let's face it, you see it on TV way better.
3: You do? Absolutely. Especially for a Super Bowl, it's much better to watch it at home. But but it's your team. I know, it? with your team. Mm. And see, I've never had that choice, so I can't, <laughs> <I> can't relate. <realize.
2: laughs> I don't know what that's like. And it's like, maybe this is a part of it, too. You actually do have it a lot. There are a lot of Chiefs fans saying, ah, they'll be in again. Yeah, I right. saw that with Pats fans a lot, where they, they turn down the spot to go because they're like, ah, this, this isn't it. Man. I mean, you were right, but still. that's It's a tough gamble.
3: I know. And by the way, uh, just before someone uh, comes after me, 50 Cent is from uh, Queens, not the Bronx. Still that's New still, York metro area that's Of course right, he's yes. going to be there He's for one of the boroughs Oh absolutely Just right. want to make sure I correct that oh. Anybody coming after me Well, the 50 Cent fans I'm telling you Yeah We have a big A big listening ship oh, With the 50 right. Cent fans So have you ever had Anything embarrassing happen to you Bill with a celebrity Oh all the time uh, Sure right Sure This Auburn basketball player In the middle of the game They're playing Ole Miss He's standing on the sideline. Someone tugged on his jersey He turns around Slaps your hand away What are you doing Don't touch me <laughs> Turns around, it's Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, you know, Mississippi guy. So he's at the game. Wants to see some college basketball. And he realizes right away, he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Well, why was he tugging at his jersey? I guess just to mess around with him. I don't know. He's Morgan Freeman 86. What was Morgan's reaction? I have to see this video. He said, it's okay,
2: just keep playing. Wow. <laughs> right? Imagine going to a game with Morgan Freeman. Right, he's just sitting there. He's sitting there, you're next to him, and he's like narrating the play. Yeah. And that pass went down to the power forward, where
3: he
2: <laughs> slam dunked it in, and that's a win. An all-time oh, great. Miss. Oh, miss. Can you imagine?
3: <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, my gosh, I can't imagine. I must have been so mortified. <laughs> Smacking anyway. Oh, my gosh, it's 86-year-old Morgan Freeman. You're I'm living sorry, large Mr. Freeman. <laughs> Please.
2: <laughs> How good is that? Can you say my name? Hey, we got uh, always well though. Coming up next, a couple of headlines. Sure, but just so you're prepared, a little uh, water cooler talk. Little uh, you get you prepared for people talking about the Grammys. We'll we'll give you the rundown and exactly everything that happened, so that you don't have to go through it. But you can pretend like you did. We'll give you the highlights. There actually were some cool highlights for this show. It feels weird to say that. There actually were. No, it actually was good. But we have the cliff notes for you. Oh yeah, cliff notes version. Coming up next, the self Little Morning Show. Jen's back tomorrow. This is Diener. I'm Bill. Keep it here.
4: And for folks that are saying, I don't want to have this vote because it may affect a presidential election, I don't agree it will, by the way, but I also cannot put an election ahead of national security of the American people.
2: Well, that genius, James Langford from Oklahoma, one of the centers, one of the co-sponsors, the architects of the border deal, which is the more I look at this, the more people get a reaction of it, and read it, and and speak out against it. It's a joke. Yeah, he needs An to be fired. Joke. No, this guy's awful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely awful. Uh, most people are saying that too. Most republic Most Republicans, anyway. Not Chucky Schumer from the Democrat side, though. Oh, I hate to do this to you. Oh boy, here he comes. You ready? Yeah. Because you're going to hear a lot of these people today. The good thing is Trump is going to blast this today, and going forward anyway. I mean, this this oh, just yeah. serves it up on a plate for him. But here's Chucky pushing it. This is one of the most important pieces of legislation yeah. that the Senate has seen in years For and you. years and years. Yeah. And we
0: cannot let politics get in the way of passing this legislation.
2: Get that, everybody? Politics are in the way. <laughs> so, so being against one and a half, before they even try to stop it, codifying, put it into law that it's one and a half million migrants crossing the border illegally. That's But you're against that? Right. Well, you're playing politics. That's see. right. And... Gosh, you talk about the pot calling
3: the kettle black. That's exactly what they've done is turn this into plain politics. It's incredibly important because it it does what we always wanted to do. Ten million instant Democrats. These these career politicians are no different than career uh, criminals in
2: my mind, I swear. Oh, it's awful. Absolutely awful. Uh, here's what Matt Gates says about it. He says this uh, bill literally would force President Trump to let in illegals well into his term because it would put this, this one and a half, 5,000 a day. Yeah, would be on the books. It would become law for any future president. It would just become the way we do it. Unreal. Before it before it sets off an alarm, it's like you know a clicker at a club. You're like, yeah, that's right. Oh, you're five five thousand. That's it. Okay, now we have a problem. Oh yeah. Now it's a problem. You gotta wait till tomorrow now. And let's not forget about sixty billion dollars for Ukraine. Oh well, of course that goes without saying, Bill. We can't forget about Ukraine. A lesser amount of tens of billions for uh, Israel as well. But don't worry about it. You got uh, half of a billion little over half, $650 million to finish the border wall. Oh, that's nice. So there's your priority in, in numbers right there. Nice work.
3: Amazing. And I love how they throw this out there like they're trying to do somebody a
2: favor and call it a border deal. We can't we can't put the safety of Americans in jeopardy any longer. <laughs> well, at least on the Republican side. For now, what they're saying is oh, Mike Johnson, gosh. the Speaker, uh, Scalise is saying it too. Dead on arrival. Not gonna yes. let it happen. Yeah, it's
3: not gonna get passed. Not so gonna let it happen.
2: It's just we got to point out the you know
3: audacity of these politicians that try to actually put this out there. It's it's garbage. It's absolute
2: garbage. It's horrible.
3: So it's not getting
2: passed. <laughs> all right. Well, in your life and at work, people are probably talking about the Grammys. There's sure. a very good chance you didn't have a chance to look at it, or you or really didn't care. So we're just gonna prep you <laughs> so you can prepare like you watched it, so you can like hold a conversation. Got to tell you this first of all, though. It, 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 there were some good moments. Not kidding. No, there really were. And we we
3: said this, you know, these award shows have been better this year. And last night,
2: I mean, it was no exception. It it was good. It was a good show. Wasn't bad. I'll say that much. Maybe that was because it was, you know, not a lot of wokeness. Right, exactly. But if you see get a chance, and we have it on uh, on the blog at the morning show blog as well to check out the Tracy Chapman Luke Combs duet of her car, fast car. That was great. That was what I remember the Grammys being years ago. Yeah. Where like brought people together.
3: I thought it was actually pretty awesome. Really well done. And they sounded great together the way they harmonized. Yeah. Very well put together on the stage. It was, you know, kind of toned
2: down, a little stripped down version. It was it was great. I liked it. Liked yes. it a lot. And this is something else that was actually kind of cool. Billy Joel. Sang live. Mm -hmm. That new song that we had for you last week, Turn the Lights Back On. Uh, If you were expecting a barn burner version of this, no, no, still a little slow. All right, I'm going to jump to the chorus part, okay? Yes,
0: please. It's still just
2: great to have him live. I think he actually closed out
3: the show with that last night.
2: Pretty good. No, the it is. Song is, you know, the song's kind of like a, it's very ballady. It's a ballad. But yeah. it's back doing stuff. And that's that's another good sign. That's that right. Of course, you know, returned by Celine Dion. That was nice to see her. She was great. She was
3: up there handing off the Album of the Year Award to Taylor Swift. And Taylor dissed her. Oh. That's the
2: controversy data. You got to have controversy. How dare you, Taylor. But uh, <laughs> that was a nice thing, too. And yes, Taylor yes. Swift owned the night again. She owns the bye week. Yes. She owns all the Grammys. Yeah. Just accepted. And announced a new album. Oh, that's right. All the Swifties are talking about that. So if you have a Swiftie in your life, say, hey, how about that new uh, Taylor Swift announcement? And they'll be like, we
3: are cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're cool. See? We're helping you out here in your everyday life. That's all we're trying to do. And, and even more of a factoid, she was the first person, you told me this, Bill, first person, period, to win four Grammys for Album of the Year. Yeah, nobody She's won else. Four now.
2: No way. Not Frank Sinatra. Nobody Mike has Jackson, four Grammys for album of the year. Nobody. Ray Charles. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. She's only just begun. Amazing. All right. We got got uh, full force power coming up tomorrow. Jen Woo. will be back. Uh, Deaner's here. Thanks so much for everything, buddy. I'm Bill. Check out the Morning Show blog. In the meantime, until we talk to you then tomorrow, 850 WFTL.com and on the 850 mobile app.